And it was expected, and it was delivered. Premier Doug Ford announcing in quite a bit of a roll, quite a bit of a reversal, an increase in the minimum wage. $15 it is. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we saw this great charm uh, offensive at the union leaders. So much talk about for the workers, and the folks was back. He even talked about his late brother Rob and how close he was to the workers of Ontario. Ford family, always been for the workers. We know we have an election campaign around the corner, and there it was. In fact, I mean, he was really, may I say, slathering it on and was asked a question, perhaps, of the motive at hand here. Here's how it sounded this afternoon. Number one, uh, with my credit, uh, critics, they've, they've sat by, back for 20 months on the sidelines trying to scare people, misleading people, and they've just been critics on the sidelines doing absolutely nothing. We've been in the trenches with the frontline workers. We've been in the trenches with the labor leaders. We're sitting down. We're, we're changing things. We're moving forward uh, with the economy. Uh, it's easy to play the armchair quarterback and take shots from the, the sidelines when you sit sit down and do absolutely nothing and vote against every single thing we did. And there still will be an election next year, and this still is a turnaround. There we have Premier Ford heading, taking us all into battle, in the trenches. How many times was that said? Joining us for reaction here this afternoon is Ryan Mallow, who is Senior Director of Provincial Affairs for Ontario for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Ryan, welcome. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm I'm doing all right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You sound a little, yeah, think about it there. Uh, here we go. <laughs> you know, when we've been welcoming you on the show and talking from the uh, independent business point of view about how this pandemic has affected things, it has not been a pleasant story. What does today's announcement do to independent business situation? Well, I think first and foremost, it's certainly a bit of a, a jolt or a shock. I don't think anybody on the, the business side saw this coming. I think that's you know reflected in our statement. I think that's reflected in the way that the Chamber of Commerce has reacted. So a little bit of concern that there was no consultation. Um, but really what we're trying to get the government to do now is look at the environment in which they're doing this. We are 60 days out now from this change, which 65 cents on the general rate, $2.40 on the liquor service rate, after the hospitality industry has been walloped uh, and we're heading into an uncertain fall, um, I think, unfortunately, this is going to significantly complicate small business recovery. And how will it do that? What do you see it challenging in what areas? I mean, we know that you've been hanging on by your fingernails. Lots of people may not make it. And this, as you say, a jolt, and it was until we got a little breaking news about a day before that this may happen. What does it do? to already serious situation. So when we surveyed our members in October, we asked them, you know, what's your most pressing issue heading into the last couple months of the year? Uh, and far and away, 76% of businesses said that it was the cost of doing business. Uh, I know the premier in his remarks noted, you know, inflation is going up, the cost of living is going up. The cost of business is also very much going up. Supply chains are affected by that. Uh, things cost more. We are seeing, you know, uh, taxes like the CPP uh, are going up come January 1st. There is a lot of financial pressure on businesses. And again, after 20 months of stop and start closures and, and pandemic, 
Uh, we're in a position where the average Ontario small business is in $190,000 of debt. So adding this on with little warning, uh, heading into traditionally lean months in January, February, March across most sectors, let alone sectors like hospitality uh, and retail, is just adding to that cost burden uh, and unfortunately maybe the final straw for a lot of businesses. So you would say that this could be this one added, as you say, straw, camel's back, breaking. <laughs> is there, are you getting information from businesses who say, I just can't do this? Or is this just going to be passed along to the consumer? It has to be. So it's, it's a little bit of both. We're getting some initial reaction that there's a lot of concern about the speed with which this is coming. And again, the timing of it. And I think that's really what this comes down to. It is the timing of it. Um, but, you know, that too, we've seen, you know, some businesses are saying, well, we can just pass the cost on to the customer. We've been hearing that from the restaurant industry in particular a lot over the last 20 months. Um, we've also heard that they really exhausted the price elasticity that is there. So, you know, in the long term, I hear arguments like, uh, you know, this is going to benefit businesses, more people have money to spend. And certainly in the long term, that's something that we'll be watching closely. And I certainly hope it happens. But in the short term, in the position that business owners are in, this is a lot of cases where they're being asked to pay money that they just don't have right now. Um, and unfortunately, you know, with, with it, it becoming the law, there really is no other option for them. So raising prices and doing whatever they can to keep workers, that was asked of the premier this afternoon in this announcement because one doesn't go along with the other. Is it going to keep workers, though, once you have done it? Does it give you more bargaining power and more leverage to keep the help? So it's it's really difficult to say. I mean, our own data shows that there's already upward pressure on wages with the labor crunch in some sectors. And again, hospitality and retail in particular, um, we are already seeing, you know, businesses offer higher than their normal starting wage. We've seen signing bonuses um, become surprisingly common in some of those areas as well as a means to attract or ret retain workers, which I think, you know, is a positive thing. But when you increase the floor like this, some businesses don't have the flexibility to go, you know, much further beyond 15, 16, 17 uh, in all cases. So this has the potential to price them out. Um, while at the same time, you know, again, when it, when it comes to the, the raising of prices, there is a limit on that. Um, and if a business isn't profitable, and again, with the restrictions that are still in place, with the amount of time there were restrictions in place, a lot of businesses are kind of bleeding money every single day. And this is just, again, going to add more pressure onto that. Ryan, how many would you say are not just going to make it? Are, are Canadians, are people in Ontario, specifically after this announcement here in Ontario, are we about to see a different kind of neighborhood? Are we about to see a different kind of relationship and availability of the businesses we need and know? I think, unfortunately, that's something that is coming. Uh, one of the things that isn't discussed a lot is now that the federal uh, rent program has expired, eviction, the eviction protection uh, that Ontario has put in place, the clock has started ticking on that. It actually runs out, uh, I think it's January 15th, mid-January, a couple weeks after uh, the minimum wage increases are going to come into play. I don't think we're going to go as far as to say, you know, there aren't going to be Main Street retailers, there aren't going to be Main Street restaurants. I think that the, the sectors as a whole will find a way to hold on. But certainly, you know, your favorite shop, your favorite spot, uh, you know, if your community's got two or three local watering holes, maybe it goes down to one or two. I think that's that's really is what it's risk here. And again, when it comes to being part of the, the societal fabric that makes up your neighborhood, it is something worth holding on to and worth trying to protect.
Ryan Mallow, Senior Director of Provincial Affairs for Ontario for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Thank you for joining us. Take care. And there we have it. A jolt, a shock, and they might not be able to make it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.